devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Well, thank you for joining us today. This morning I had the privilege of teaching a Bible lesson at GCBI, Great Commission Bible Institute. And what I was teaching on is the tabernacle. So I'm going to kind of repurpose that and turn what was a a few hours lesson into about a five-minute devotional. So we'll see how this goes. But there's a beautiful picture about the tabernacle that shows God's heart and God's plan over the course of all of Scripture. We'll start at the beginning, Genesis 1, verse 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. And God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And he gives them every plant and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. So God, in the beginning, he creates man. And God is in fellowship with man. And we know that uh, God and Adam and Eve walked together in the garden. And the dwelling place of God was with man. But then something happens. Man chooses to sin. And then that fellowship with God is broken which sets in motion God's great rescue plan to do what? To fix what was broken, to restore the fellowship that was severed in the garden. And we look ahead to Revelation chapter 21. Verse 1, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and there is no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he will dwell among them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be among them. I I chose to read out of the NASB because they they translate that word tabernacle, dwelling place, is what RESV would say. The dwelling place of God is with men. When we look ahead to the book of Revelation, which is talking about end times, we will be with God. There will be no more sin, no more brokenness, uh, no more evil, no more pain. Just humanity and God together, forever in perfection. And this is the end of the story. So between now and then, we see God working out his rescue plan. And part of the way that he established a relationship with men in the Old Testament was through this tabernacle worship. The Old Testament, as Israel is leaving Egypt, okay, and God is setting apart his covenant people, one of the things he does is he puts the tabernacle as the place of worship in the center of his people. And we see this in Exodus 25, when he tells them the materials that they're going to need to build it. And he says in Exodus 25, 8, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell in their midst. So again, God longs to dwell with his people. So you have the 12 tribes of Israel setting up camp around the tabernacle where God's presence resided in the center of his people. And the way that this relationship was maintained was through the shedding of blood, that there were sacrifices that needed to be made over and over and over again. 
which was how the Israelite people lived out the reality that God longed to have relationship with his people. He longed to be with his people. And this shedding of blood, this continual morning and evening and the Day of Atonement that happens every year, paints a picture. Because what have we left out? We've got creation, we've got the end times, we've got Old Testament. Well, where are we living? We're living after Christ where Christ was the once-for-all sacrifice, where His blood covered over the sins of the whole world. And so now where does God dwell? Where does God tabernacle with His people? Well, in, in you, in me. When we trust in Christ's sacrifice for the forgiveness of our sins, when we call God our Lord, our Savior, The life of God dwells within us. We are the tabernacle. We are the tent of meeting. We are the place where God resides on earth. What a beautiful picture. Though we still live in a world that has sin, though we still live in a world that has brokenness, we are on mission as God's representatives, as His dwelling place on earth, to share the good news that God longs to dwell with His people and that the whole world is invited put their faith and trust in Him, to experience this fellowship, this eternal life. This is what the book of John defines eternal life, is that they may know God. And we get to be His dwelling place, to go out into the world and share that good news with them. What a beautiful picture of the creation tabernacle with God, the one day heavenly tabernacle with God, and now that God tabernacles with His people inside their very lives. So let's be that light. Let's be that people who show the world what a loving God looks like. Lord, we thank you for the the big story of Scripture. Uh, There's so many specific things that you want to say, but then we look at the the pictures and the symbols that that we see, the meta-narrative of going through your word and how it points to who you are, your character and your love for your people. You are a good God and a good Father. Help us to follow you in love and obedience and help us to share this good news with the world around us. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.